Hello, 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 friends, and welcome to the She Finds Joy podcast, where we reclaim the super shiny lights that burn in each of us. I'm Kim Strobel, your truth-telling, real-talk happiness coach who believes in the power of showing up as our flossom selves, even and especially, my friends, when it comes to working through our hard stuff. After all, when we're playing in our arenas of bigness, life gets better as we get bolder. So buckle up for the no BS, zero fluff advice that gives you the small steps for big joy. One of the best things about She Finds Joy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other women who are creating more joy in their lives, just like you. You can find us at kimstrobel.com forward slash she finds joy. All right, let's dive in to today's episode. Here we go. Hello, everyone. Oh, I'm going to do some big time talk with all of you today. I call this episode when you are a yes to something you don't want to do, you are also intentionally a no to something you do want to do. So let me start out by just saying that this is something that women are inherently known for doing. We say yes to a lot of crap that we really don't want to do. But I want to back it up even before saying yes to stuff, because what this really is, this is a self-love issue. And our inability to love ourselves as if we love everyone else in our lives, our friends, our family, our children, our moms, our dads, our dogs, and yet over and over again, we don't put ourselves in the love equation. And we need to put ourselves in the love equation because that's how life gets better. And so a lot of the work that I do with women is to really coach them through the process of learning to love themselves. Now, I know this is gonna sound silly, but I do believe, and I can tell from a lot of the research and articles and self-work that I've done, that many, 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 almost all of our issues come from this inability to truly love ourselves. So for example, the woman who can't maybe get herself to the gym, that's a self-love issue. The woman who attracts one bad relationship after another bad relationship after another bad relationship, that's a self-love issue. The woman who um, can't give time to herself and make herself a priority, that is a self-love issue. And so the reason we have this is that it's really hard for us to fill up our own cups because it feels selfish or it feels shameful, or we feel guilty, or who knows, we're not gonna get the mom tro trophy this week if we don't take care of everyone else's needs first. But let me just tell you why this is important. Because when you don't put yourself at the top of your equation, it leaves you feeling depleted, depressed, resentful, angry. And so we have to reclaim our rights to put ourselves first. And I've talked about this in previous episodes. But I will tell you this, <clears throat> one of the ladies that I just interviewed who was coming out of cohort three of my She Finds Joy program, she was wrapping up the program 
and she was doing her exit interview and so much of her work was really about learning to love herself again. And once she started doing that, it's as if every single outcome in her life began to shift from her ability to give herself more pleasure in her life, her ability to chase after her career aspirations, her ability to know that she is standing on a firm foundation of self-worth and self-love so that she can attract the right partner. And really just the overall feeling of knowing that she has increased her happiness levels drastically because she's done the work that is part of the program around self-love. And so we took her through the process. She did all the discovery pieces. She did all the activities. We worked up, uh, we workshopped areas that she was struggling in and little by little, she continued to have one breakthrough after another. And so we were able to knock down some of those walls and teach her how to give herself love. And it's such an easy concept, but it is so very hard for us to do. And so this is an important lesson because how do we do this? How do we start showing ourselves more love? How do we add more pleasure, joy, love, laughter, aliveness into our life? Well, let me give you a tip today, folks. The way that we do that is by not saying yes to all the crap we don't want to do. Because when you are a yes to crap you don't want to do, you are also, you are also intentionally a no to the stuff that you really want to do. I have this life coach friend. She and I are in the same realm. And we do this kind of work. And Colleen posted this quote on Instagram, and I loved it. It said, if you want more time, freedom, and energy, start saying no. Okay, so now I want you to think about this because we say yes to a lot of stuff we don't want to do. Let me give you an example. Do we sometimes say yes? to our kids for things that we feel like they have to have right now from us. So therefore, when you say, yes, I can do that for you, my son or my daughter, but that's gonna prevent me from going to the gym. Well, guess what? You skip your gym thing so that you can put your kid first, right? Um, we do this in all sorts of ways. We say, yes, we freely give up our precious energy to practically anyone and everyone who asks. We know we can't say yes to everyone, but we still take on way more than we should. You say yes to helping your friend, even though that would derail your entire work week. You say yes to your spouse for something that means you're gonna have to sacrifice something else of yourself. You say yes to your kids. You say yes to this particular person or this community or this charity or this organization. Now, don't get me wrong, folks. I am a service-oriented person. There are many times I say yes to things that I don't really wanna do because they're near and dear to my heart. So I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is you need to scale back your yeses. I'm gonna tell you by about 75%. And so why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we say yes to people all of the time? And then we, even after we've said the yes, we feel yucky inside or we feel resentful or we feel angry. Why do we do this? Why? Well, because first of all, we don't like feeling guilt. 
and we're going to feel guilt, especially until you're used to saying no to things you don't really do. We do it because we hate and are afraid of conflict. We do it because we don't want to disappoint people. And we do it because we also worry about missing out on opportunities. Whatever the reason is, it's important to get comfortable, folks, saying no. And the way that we do this is by remembering, hey, what's at stake, right? Why and what is it going to take from me if I'm going to be a yes to this? And then we have to weigh the options. We have to weigh whether or not it's in our best interest, in our best well-being in order to do that. So let me share one of the ways that I got caught, even as I preach this and coach other women on it. Let me take you on a little journey, a little story about what happened to me last year and when I found myself in this predicament. And so back when Spencer, my son, was in elementary school, you know, it's really important when your kids are going through school, you want to come out of the gates as the strong, super involved, super helpful mom who volunteers to bring in cupcakes, who bakes cookies for the school carnival, who volunteers to wrap the Christmas gifts or put up the Christmas tree or be on the PTA board. And you want to do, you don't want to do all this stuff, but you do it because you want to get that perceived mom trophy at the end of the week, right? You want to be able to say like, oh, I'm a really good mom because I am involved and I do all of this stuff for my son and his school and I'm involved in his education. And so we do all of those things. Then he gets to middle school. And I remember when he got to middle school, it was kind of a relief because I was like, man, I am glad all that shit is over. I, I'm glad I don't have to bake any more cupcakes or bake any more cakes or wrap any more Christmas presents or attend any more meetings. Like, I'm really glad he's in middle school and some of this stuff has stopped. Now, get it, you guys. I'm a former teacher. So, like, I'm super thankful for the parents who volunteer. But what I'm going to tell you is, like, that's not my zone of genius. Like, my zone of genius, my zone of fun is, like, not being that kind of parent to my kid. I'm a super playful personality going to the park and playing with my kid taking him um, snow skiing, reading a book to him. Like those are ways I show up for a parent, but I am just not one of these people who likes to volunteer in like organizations, okay? So once he gets to middle school, I feel kind of a relief because all of that stuff is like kind of backed out. I don't have to be volunteering for stuff all of the time. And to be honest, he didn't make student council. So I was like, yeah, I don't have to be, a, I don't have to do the the, the school dances either, because if you're in student council and you're a parent, you always get roped into volunteering for those school dances. So he and I were both super happy about that because that's the last thing he wanted was me there. And so then he gets into high school and all is well, and I'm supporting him in other ways, but I'm just really glad all of that bakery cell PTA stuff is over. And then comes the junior prom. Today's episode is brought to you by me and my She Finds Joy course. That's my 90-day guided journey that unleashes your happiness so you can make big things happen in your life. I know that each and every one of us is capable of having a monumental impact on the world. I also know that we are all capable of playing in the arena of bigness. I mean... I used to make $8 an hour, now I make 20 times that amount. I used to be in an incredibly difficult marriage, 
Now I have an exceptional marriage much of the time. I used to see all my flaws and now I know and see that there's a lot of greatness inside of me. I used to think that my current circumstances were what was possible for my life and now I know better. And what do I know for sure? I know that there's a version of this that is possible for you too. I'm here to help you learn how, no matter where you're at in your happiness adventure, where you're at when it comes to love, health, finances, happiness, and your career, I know that together we can spend three months reimagining what's possible for you. It all kicks off on January 21st, but our wait list is open right now. Be the first to know about the insider launch details. Go to kimstrobel.com forward slash she dash finds dash joy dash wait list to get all the details. In our school corporation, the parents of junior kids are in charge of organizing the prom. Now, I'm just not going to lie, folks. It's not something that I like to be involved in. Uh, it's torturous for me to go to meetings and to be volunteering for school type of organizations. I am thankful there are people who want to do that. That is not me, okay? We get the call out, and of course, I'm like, I don't want to do this. And then, you know, there's the other part of my brain that says, oh, Kim, now listen, you have been super involved all through his elementary school. You have never said no to any of his school things. And my golly, you are not going to end up here in his last couple of years and be asked to do something and not do it. Girlfriend, you better go out strong. You better buck up. You better put your big girl panties on and you're gonna to volunteer to be one of the junior parents to do and organize this prom. I simply could not get myself to balk on that commitment. And so I sign up, I gripe and complain every single day there's a meeting. You know, we would have these meetings once a month. I thought they were torturous. They were three hours long and I just, that is the last damn thing I wanted to be doing. And so every time I would feel this resentment, anywho, I bucked up and I did it. I went to all the meetings. I made all the crafts and decorations with the other moms. I served the food until four in the morning. I cleaned up until six in the morning, the night of the prom. And let me just tell you, I am super thankful for people who do that. And I'm sure many women don't want to do it and they just do it because it's the right thing. But I'm just going to pick to do other things that are right. And this was just not my thing. But I did it and I kind of patted myself on the back and I said to myself, look, you did it. You got through this. We're done with this. Thank goodness it's over. That was the last hurrah. And here's what happened. Here comes his senior year and lo and behold, I get an email from the current junior parents that are organizing the prom. Now at this point, my son's a senior, but the junior parents did not have enough help. So they sent this email saying, hey, you know, we would really appreciate if there are any senior parents who wanna help the after prom, you know, blah, blah, blah. And immediately 
I was like, ugh, you have got to be kidding me. And so I do what any good girl does, and I called my friend Trish. And I was thinking, you know, Trish and I made it through that prom stuff the year before. I'm sure she got this email too. Surely she's not going to do it, but I'm going to check with her because if she says, no, I'm not doing it, I'm going to feel a lot stronger in my no. I'm going to feel a little bit less guilt. So I call up Trish who has like four kids and I'm thinking, surely she's not going to want to do this again because she'll have another kid coming up through the ranks in another year. And so I called her and she said, oh yeah, I got the email. I told him I would help. Ugh. I was like, damn it. I don't want to do this. And so I started to think about this philosophy that I have, which is every time you are a yes to something you really don't want to do, you need to also know that you're a no to the things that you want to do. So if I'm a yes to working this after prom and staying up until 530 in the morning, here's what I'm a no to. I'm a no to the very next week where I have three speaking gigs where I need to be on a stage and be at my best. And I'm not gonna be at my best if I have a major lack of sleep. Also, if I'm a yes to working the after prom, I'm also a no to five hours of a date night that I really needed that week with my husband. I was saying no to a date night with my husband. I was saying no to being well-rested for my really hectic work week. And so I really thought about it and I thought, no, I don't wanna do it. I don't wanna stay up until five or six in the morning. I don't wanna lose all of that sleep. I don't wanna not be my best for my three gigs. And I don't wanna be a no to this precious time that I really need with my husband on Saturday night. And so, you really need to self-check yourself. And I'm not gonna say it was easy, and I'm not gonna tell you that I didn't feel guilt, okay? But I stuck to my no. Because if I was a yes to that, I was sacrificing a lot of other things that were really important to my well-being. And the bottom line is, I just really didn't wanna do it. And I had to figure out and coach myself through this process of my self-worth as a mother was not on the line because I decided to say no to working that after prom. But women do this all of the time. Women say yes to crap they don't wanna do all of the time. And like I said, every now and then, of course we're a yes to things we don't wanna do because that's who we are as good human beings. But as women, we do that way more. We say yes all of the time. And what we're really doing with that yes is we're saying no to ourselves. We're saying no to our own needs. Like when you say, yes, I can come help you, but I'm gonna have to sacrifice my workout that day, you really have to self-check that, right? Like, are you not worth your workout for the day? Why do you always have to come last? Why do you have to always take care of everybody else's needs? And then if there's anything left over, which there never is, my friends, there's never anything left over when you put yourself last on the list, you know? And so if you really wanna shift this area of your life, you have to start putting yourself up higher on the priority list because I promise that when you do, when you fill your own well up with pleasure, because this is really about adding more pleasure in our lives, that every outcome begins to change in your life. You must put your pleasure and yourself at the top of your list a lot of the time. And so here's what happens, right? Because when our well is dry, when we haven't gotten our workout in, when we didn't give ourselves the opportunity to 
take that 20 minute walk that we needed or give ourselves five minutes of space or 15 minutes of reading time. What happens is when we don't fill that well up, we walk around being irritated, we start snapping at everyone, we start complaining and griping because we don't have enough pleasure in our life. And let me tell you, that is your responsibility. It's your responsibility. Even if you're raising young children, even if you're married, even if you have a demanding career, you need to be able to carve out time for you and say yes to you, which means that sometimes you're saying no to your kids. Sometimes you're saying, actually, mommy's needs come first. You're going to have to say no sometimes to your spouse. You're going to have to say no to a coworker. You're going to have to say no to your mom, okay? Because this is how we increase our happiness levels. It is how we do it is through adding pleasure in our life, taking care of our well-being, and knowing that we don't wait until the very last drop of whatever's left to give to ourselves. And so when you find yourself quickly wanting to say yes because you're afraid of the guilt, or you're afraid of the conflict, I want you to really begin to self-check yourself. It's important to do this. We do this whole process in my program where I really coach people on how to reprogram their levels of self-love and self-worth so that they know that they are deserving of time, talent, treasure, money, that they know they are deserving of having great relationships but the most important relationship they can ever have is the relationship with themselves. And so we go on this big self-discovery journey of how do we learn to do that so that we can change every single outcome because it really is about adding more pleasure in our life. Susan Hyatt, one of my good life coaching friends, I just did an interview with her. It's back um, in one of the previous podcasts, but the whole thing was around adding more pleasure to your life. That when you add more pleasure, your relationships change. When you add more pleasure, you lose weight. When you add more pleasure, pleasure, you have more happiness in your life. When you add more pleasure, you start to make more money. Why do you start to make more money? Because you start to see that you have value. You have value as a human being. You have value as a woman. And so when we add more pleasure in our lives, when we are a yes to ourselves versus a yes to everyone else, we have more vitality, we have more energy, we have the ability to creatively think, and we have the courage to chase after our dreams. And so what happens is you have to start making yourself a priority and it starts to be this game changer in every area of your life. Ladies, my point is you don't have to be a yes to everything. You are allowed to be a yes to things that are near and dear to your heart, but we are people pleasers and we will sacrifice our own wealth, health, and happiness for someone else. And that, my friends, is what needs to change because we are worthy of giving to ourselves. Our happiness matters. And going back to the prom story, if I wouldn't have been a no to that senior prom, I wouldn't have been a yes to an amazing date night with my husband. I wouldn't have been a yes to getting good sleep and being on my best for this very demanding career that I have. And I can promise you that there are many other ways that I'm an outstanding mother to Spencer than having to be part of the after prom committee. Now listen, do I suck in some areas as a mom? I'm sure I do. Look, 
I'm not a good kick. My kid's never going to be the kid to come home from college and be like, mom, can you make that special meal? That's just one of those things that's really not my thing. And I'm just hoping that I make up for it in other ways that I'm a great and exceptional mother to him. So I really want you to think about this because you are going to feel guilt when you say no. You are going to have to allow yourself the discomfort of feeling guilt until you get better and better and better at being a yes to you. And the more that becomes the new norm for you, I promise you, you will start to see every outcome in your life change. Whoop, whoop, we did it. Thank you so much for joining me on the She Finds Joy podcast today. I'm super honored to share this space with you and I hope you learned something new and helpful. As always, this conversation will be continued in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to kimstrobel.com forward slash she finds joy to connect with other joy seekers just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time joining the show, know that I am here every Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can go to that directly if you go to kimstrobel.com forward slash podcast. That will put you in Apple Podcast where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down just a little bit, you will be able to leave that five-star review and just leave me a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. It really helps me. If you let me know how the show has impacted you and how you are striving for more joy in your life, you might be nominated to be the Joyful Woman of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more women unleash their happiness one daring day at a time. So please take a screenshot on your phone, share it out on social media, tag your friends, tag me at Kim Strobel Joy on Instagram or in our Facebook group, kimstrobel.com forward slash she finds joy. I'm quick to reply and I am super eager to send you some Facebook love. It makes my heart happy to be able to connect and surround myself with other women who are all ready to do this work. So thanks for being here and I'll be back next week. Until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you know that you are enough just as you are. Here's to finding more joy.